Coming up next on The Techno-Optimist, you'll hear the latest news on how technology is solving some of the world's biggest problems with Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. How will the U.S.'s first electric tugboat change shipping? What does editing sugarcane's genome mean for the planet? I'm going to be answering those questions today, but first, let's talk about a living laboratory that proponents are calling the future of energy, and it's happening in Basalt Vista, Colorado. There is a brand new affordable housing project. Residents enter a lottery, and the winners get a beautiful mountain home, but they're also guinea pigs for an entirely new approach to the power grid called a virtual power plant. A pilot community of 27 networked smart homes with one key feature, a common brain that, in times of crisis, can autonomously optimize energy across the neighborhood. At first glance, the Basalt Vista housing project looks like many other modern suburban neighborhoods, but behind the scenes, advanced technology changes the neighborhood into a network of linked homes sharing energy back and forth. Instead of one central hub that manages and distributes power, like the grid's wheel and spoke model, this virtual power plant consists of a decentralized network of medium-scale power sources, like solar panels, and uh, flexible power storage units, like batteries and smart appliances. If it sounds familiar, you may have heard of microgrids, which also work using a mix of distributed energy resources and storage. But the similarities end there. Microgrids are typically off the main grid. Virtual power plants are integrated into the grid. But when a storm takes out the central utility, the virtual power plant can continue to operate independently, controlled by an algorithm with features modeled after a typical power plant control center. It sounds pretty straightforward, but building that algorithm is really hard. That's why Basalt Vista is the first residential location for a power grid of this sort. And so far, things are going well. Tugboats have to help vessels far larger than themselves. To get their tremendous pushing power, the tiny, cute boats and their oversized engines create a lot of force and guzzle a lot of fuel, anywhere from 100 to 200 gallons per hour, or up to 5,000 gallons per day. But that could soon be changing. The Port of San Diego will launch the first electric tugboat in the U.S., leading the way toward a greener industry. Crowley Marine Corps has announced its plans to build an all-electric tugboat for the San Diego port. The boat, called E-Wolf, is scheduled to launch in 2023 and will use six megawatts of battery power instead of burning any fuel. It will be the first zero emission tugboat in the United States. And for an industry that isn't known for green innovations, this can make a real impact and set a precedent for more change. Most people don't realize that sugarcane provides more than a sugar rush. The plant's oil is also used to make bioethanol for biofuels and plastic. But this sweet crop also has a dark side, a significant environmental impact. Scientists have been using CRISPR to genetically modify plants for some time, like the genetically modified trees, which sequester more carbon, or the genetically modified grass that soak up toxins, both of which I've talked about earlier this summer. But sugarcane happens to be an especially difficult plant for scientists to modify. Well, now that they've done it, the gene-edited sugarcane provides a new opportunity 
for quickly developing more eco-friendly sugarcane varieties, like say, a variety that doesn't use as much water. Right now, believe it or not, sugarcane uses a whopping nine gallons of water per teaspoon of sugar. Isn't that a sweet thought? That's all I have for today. Thanks for listening to The Techno-Optimist. I'm Teresa Carey, senior writer at Freethink. The music is provided by Alex Jurgensen. You can find out more about these stories in our show notes at weru.org. I'll see you next week.